I am doing my lockdown in New Delhi. And I am currently locked down in Delhi. So I am locked down in Delhi. I am currently locked down in Mumbai. I am locked down in Noida. I am locked down in New Delhi. Excuse me. That's not the coronavirus, I hope. Welcome to In Between. For the 20th episode, yes, you heard right, it's already the 20th episode, I have something very special for you. Because uh, in the last days, people kept asking me, like, again, pushing me into that role of the India expert, which I am not asking me about how people in India are experiencing the lockdown. And after I thought about it for a while, I thought that I could just pass this question on to a few people I thought could probably have some pretty interesting answers to that. But before I pass the word, just a few facts about India. So the government has ordered for a 21 days lockdown at the end of March. And uh, that's what people are in right now. One could even nearly say it's a kind of a curfew where people are only allowed to go out for uh, important medical business, for uh, shopping groceries and um, very important business issues. Just to have a little bit of at least the official numbers in mind. So today on the 5th of April, India has around 3,500 cases of people tested positively to the coronavirus. While, for example, today on the same date, Switzerland has 21,000. So I asked a couple of people a couple of questions about the lockdown, about the situation in India about the the way they are experiencing or taking the lockdown, the things they think about. And I've now organized their answers in some kind of clusters around some topic which kept coming up or which I found really interesting. One of such clusters, like the one I'm going to start with, is, for example, the effects of that lockdown on the environment in Delhi and other cities. It's all very quiet outside and the only noises I can hear are from the birds and the dogs, the stray dogs. Just doesn't feel the usual, of course. I mean, for me, the best part about this lockdown is the cleaner air and the beautiful sky that we can all see now, which was like previously all polluted and there was a grey cover 24-7. But now, because of obvious reasons the skies here are really beautiful now <laughs> and i'm in love with the cloudscapes here I take my dog out for a walk and i have seen that the skies have become very very clearer the air quality has become very better and i can see peacocks over over the trees which i have never ever seen before every morning i can hear different different kind of birds which i haven't heard in my life and mind you i i am living at the same place since my birth so in a week's time there is all this kind of changes in terms of the environment it seems like there's been like a sea change skies are clearer pollution levels are very sort of low increasingly low now Uh, also in terms of like the social environment i noticed that the neighborhood is not as sort of lively as it was it's a lot of silence you can hear. It's probably the first time in like the 20 to 20, 22 years I've been living here that I can actually hear birds chirping outside. 
There are quite a lot of changes that I am observing in in my neighborhood. Like uh, people hardly come out, even if they are coming out, uh, it's in a very orderly fashion. As in, people are not coming out in groups or anything. They only come out if they have some essential work outside, like to buy groceries and stuff. Seeing how many people are wearing masks, seeing people distancing themselves, you know, having lived in cities like New Delhi where there have been significant public health hazards like air pollution in New Delhi where wearing a mask is basically a necessity. Given that there you, at that period in time, almost no one was wearing a mask, to seeing people wearing masks so soon after virus became prominent not in india but abroad um and before you know the government had issued a lockdown seeing that was definitely surprising to me because it kind of made it clear how this public health crisis was being treated differently from other ones then i asked the people who participated how their lives are affected by the current corona crisis and especially like their work their professional lives Now coming to your question of how this corona situation has affected my life well I'm an oral health professional and I mean I like to stay and interact with people with patients coming in daily I need that human interaction in my daily life so because of this corona situation the private dental clinics in India they are uh temporarily shut down and uh, we are actually open to only emergency cases and that also uh is not happening these days because people themselves are afraid to come out even if it's an emergency so i have been at home for the past 2 weeks now and it is i mean i do miss working and i miss interacting with my patients since i'm like a research scholar and uh, access to libraries is like something that has been like one of the major sort of struggles uh, and even though like the university is trying really hard it's still sort of limited uh, i would say at least for a lot of other people that i know around me the other issue is about fellowships the fact that the government isn't being able to sort of uh, give out a fellowships on time uh, is actually affecting many of our lives and uh, I mean I live at home so that's still okay but like for people living on rent and it's becoming difficult to manage especially like everyday lives To be honest it's been very comfortable for me and I've adapted well to the work from home model um I have everything all the utilities around me I have internet so I don't have too many reasons to complain but it does break my heart to see how miserable the daily wages or the not so privileged people are it has taken a different kind of toll on them Maybe you've already noticed it till now that the kinds of people I have been asking all these questions to or I had the honor to ask all of these questions are mostly people from the middle and upper middle class like as they would probably say themselves rather privileged people if we look at their status in the whole context of India yeah people with a certain privilege who are personally not majorly affected by the crisis and I think For once I don't think I had a lot of access to talk to working class people or other kinds of people in India in that way 
But also I found it quite interesting how they kept reflecting about this major class difference in how the coronavirus affects different people. And they mentioned a lot of topics and kept reflecting their own status in this whole crisis in the context of their country. They talked about labor migrants, about cases of police brutality and about uh, India and the testing of cases. For me and my family, uh, the lockdown has been relatively easy. I think the things that we worry about uh, on a day-to-day basis are very different from what the majority of uh, the country is going through right now. In terms of planning, especially for a country that is as populous and also is as densely populated as India, there was very little information given out to people about what the logistics were going to be, what were specific policies that the government was going to carry out, uh, keeping in mind the fact that in urban centers, for example, there is a large number of people who basically work here as uh, migrant labor, as daily wage earners, and basically they live hand to mouth. And so if they don't have a day's work, they basically don't have food for that day and they literally do not have the savings to be able to afford a lockdown. And so there was basically a lot of chaos in New Delhi on the highways because a lot of these laborers decided, well, I guess I'll just go back home to my village. And there was no transport because of the lockdown. And so people were literally walking home on foot with their children and their belongings. And it just baffles me that in a country where the majority of the population is poor and belongs to the informal sector, that we wouldn't carry out a lockdown and a quarantine that keeps their needs in mind. I mean, basically, this entire lockdown was enforced only thinking of the middle-class voter who has access to running water, who has access to a roof over their head so that they can actually stay home and work. I mean, this idea of work from home itself is a reflection of our privilege because there are people for whom there is no concept of working from home, the only way they can earn a living is if they're working on a construction site. And often, you know, the only childcare they have is basically they tie a little hammock and have their kids on that building site. And so all these ideas of childcare, work from home, uh, sanitation, water, we realize how all of these policies in our country are not carried out, keeping in mind the majority of the population. And so I think it's been very difficult for me to deal with that because even though there are times when I struggle with the the lockdown and not being able to at least have maybe that one hour in the day where I can uh, walk out, walk around, um, go to the gym, for example, I'm also reminded of the fact that even 
my ability to be able to implement this quarantine is a reflection of my privilege i would say one of the main emotions that i've been going through during this period is also one of guilt like almost a sense of guilt for my existence itself because i think in india especially if you belong to a privileged section of society you do have to shut out certain socioeconomic realities in order to be able to just function on a day to day basis so your mind somehow uh switches off and you become sort of willfully blind to these things but then it takes a pandemic and a nationwide lockdown to remind you of the, the realities of our country and what most people are going through during this time uh, also like there's a lot of police brutality increasingly even like just a few days ago not in my neighborhood exactly but 10 minutes drive or so from here there were a, a lot of cases where people were actually trying to go and get groceries and uh, groceries and like vegetables and stuff from the vendors and vendors were increasingly being sort of attacked by the police apart from that i think increasingly what i mentioned already is the fact of like police brutality and how we're not like sort of taking care of many sections of our society as we should i mean the lockdown was sort of announced very like in a in moment of haste people could not plan some people were away from their homes didn't have the means or the time to sort of plan travel back to their homes we've had a completely like we had a huge problem in india with a uh, migrant exodus in the past week where people have been walking at least like 300 400 kilometers from delhi to their homes in other states and people are actually dying on the way i mean there have been cases reported where people have died because they're walking on foot for so so many 100 kilometers and without food without water so i think there's huge sort of humanitarian crisis building up as well we still see the numbers going up quite steeply given our population density if the pandemic enters stage 4 or becomes a community thing then it will be very difficult to control it the answer to that is social distancing and testing and testing profusely because our per capita testing is still extremely low compared to other countries the cases are sort of multiplying manifold uh, every day and what's actually very concerning is that india is not testing enough so the numbers that are out there are sort of problematic we can't really rely on them entirely and uh, there is one thing which i found interesting because in the last week a lot of my indian friends kept telling me that oh i'm doing the dishes oh i cleaned the floor oh you know what we divided the the household work and i kept thinking like why are they telling me this like for me that's not exactly something special like i do the dishes every day i clean the floor once a week or a bit more <laughs> and sometimes a bit less like why is why are you do they keep telling me until it occurred to me that of course due to coronavirus a lot of people right now do not have their domestic help their mates available because they are also in quarantine basically they're also in self isolation and uh, that means that for once people need to do their whole household chores by themselves which is not such a common thing for the indian middle class i guess and interestingly a few people did in their responses talk about exactly that phenomena which uh, yeah kind of confirmed what i've already thought 
in India, it is quite common to have domestic helps to help you out with cooking or cleaning the house. This situation has definitely uh, forced everyone to work at home, like not only professionally, but also uh, helping out with the household and domestic work. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I have started cleaning up the house and uh, helping my mom with the dishes, spending more time cooking and making chapatis these days. Then I asked, uh, how do people spend their time now that most of their free time or maybe even their working time, depending on the case, uh, is happening inside their four walls? Like, what are they doing with that time? How do they utilize it? And on the weekends, I catch up with people on Zoom and hangouts, do karaoke with them, play a lot of games. I am watching web series and I do the dishes. I'm I'm learning how to cook, play many indoor games with my family right now, giving them a lot, a lot more time. So I am enjoying it rather. And I've also actually managed to take my lessons online. So I actually had like a music class this morning uh, online, which was actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, so reading, the singing, some minimal exercise, whatever one can do within the home, occasional attempts at cooking, stuff like that. It's very interesting because we've all been stuck in the same routine for a very long time. So almost functioning like robots, always busy, always late, continuously trying to strike a work-life balance, blah, blah, blah. And it's put the routine and our life in a way on a break. So we are forced to pause and live with ourselves and our thoughts. And there's no escape. There's literally nowhere to go, which sometimes is therapeutic and sometimes is anxiety-inducing. So it's just like that striking a balance is important. So I kind of, I have started journaling a lot, but it definitely is a lesson in patience and self-sufficiency. I think one thing that's not being spoken as much as it should be is the effect of this lockdown on uh, mental health of, uh, of individuals uh, I think that's being sort of neglected and increasingly by like whoever I've been talking to I'm sort of uh, noticing that it is sort of impacting uh, people's mental health in the sense that people who already had sort of underlying conditions those cases are getting worsened and uh, I mean yeah anxiety levels have been rising because you're only confined within the walls of your home I try my best not to read too much about everything that's happening in the world because I think you can almost then have that feeling that the walls are closing in on you. And in any case, there are only few things that we can control at this point in time. It's like a very good time for self-reflection, thinking about what sort of changes you want to make in life in your personality and what you see yourself doing in the future. I also feel that this entire situation is actually forcing all of, like almost all of us to adapt to a different daily routine, which is, you know, giving us the gift of time or just for reflection. So it's like a really good opportunity for, you know, growth and especially psychological flexibility, like psychological and mental growth. Um, I think I have a, a renewed appreciation for how privileged I am to be so so little affected by what is such a dramatic crisis and change in lifestyle. 
have a greater appreciation i think for my friends and the people in my life um the fact that i don't feel isolated at this time the first thing i will do once i get out of it honestly it's like i will just go out and hug as many close people as possible i really miss hugging people so i hope you found all of these accounts just as interesting as i found them and to me it was like an amazing opportunity to get so much insight into yeah what people i care for uh, some people i know better than others but what people are currently doing in their lives how they see the situation it's and was another way to again connect with people and yeah hearing some accounts from a different place in the world going through the same thing that we all are going through so thanks very much to everyone who has participated and shared some of their reflections and thoughts and uh, yeah situations with us to me it's been truly enriching and i am looking forward to the next episode